between like the line between being inspired and just straight up copying somebody yeah. and then also being true to yourself and not just like oh this is popular so, so i'm gonna do, do this. this type yeah. of photo hello and welcome to another episode of tmg unfiltered my name is devin and i'm Catherine. <laughs> you were yeah, totally there. Zoned out. Together we are two market girls. We run a vegan YouTube channel and blog, and this is our podcast where we discuss topics outside the blog, sometimes vegan stuff, sometimes not. And today we're talking about photography. Woo! Yes, so exciting. <laughs> More specifically, kind of how you get into photography and develop your own style. Because that's kind of the most important part of photography. I mean, you got to know how to work a camera. Yeah, you have your, like, trademark look. Yeah. When someone looks at your photo, they know who it's by. Mm -hmm. And making your content stand out in a place that is so saturated with visuals right now. Mm -hmm. Like, photography is huge. Oh, yeah. Thanks to Instagram, right? I think so. I think Instagram made it, like, popular. Yeah. Like, photography, to me, was always one of those things that, like, you know, I think Instagram made it accessible oh made it made people feel like they could do it also whether or not they trained to do it yeah because i think before photographers was like these thing where you did so much training you had so much practice and now like you can be a photographer just by posting a photo on instagram and it getting popular mm -hmm. and because it's so easy to distribute your work and yeah. get your work seen by a lot of people whereas before like what you had a website yeah and maybe people knew about it <laughs> a portfolio yeah. And <laughs> yeah now instagram is your portfolio yeah do you feel that way about instagram like oh, for sure because i have heard some mixed opinions on whether instagram is actually a portfolio and this why? is coming from people who teach photography but like why wouldn't it be a portfolio? i don't know either like I it's think the exact same thing as a portfolio it's a I agree. List of your photos, essentially. I think maybe some people, maybe from an older generation, don't see Instagram being used professionally and don't think that people take it seriously. Mm -hmm. Like, they were like, if somebody wants to hire a wedding photographer, they're not going to go look at your Instagram. They're going to look at your website. And I was like, You know I what? Don't... It's not right because my uncle's a photographer. Yeah. And he's been a photographer since, like, his early 20s. And honestly, it's how he says he gets main, his main clients now is through social media. Yeah. People discover him through social media or someone shares his photo that he took at their event or their mm -hmm. wedding or something and people see it. Like, it's his main source of clients now. Yeah, I was really thrown off by that and I kind of doubted it, but whatever. Let them I think, think it's what they like, want to think. I think it's like it may be coming from a place where they feel almost threatened because not I'm not saying anyone can be a photographer now, hmm. but like anyone thinks they can be a photographer right. now because there's so many accessible tools mm -hmm. to take good photos and edit them well and everything so i think maybe it's coming from a place where they almost feel a little threatened and mm -hmm. that they don't want to be on a platform that anyone can be on and like compared to everyone even if people aren't photographers right maybe that's what it is but yeah. i don't know for sure no that could definitely play into it and i feel like that probably is something that a lot of people experience where you see somebody on instagram and you're like they don't really know what they're doing, but the, yeah. why do they have more likes than me? Yeah. I know what I'm doing. And, like, it was probably taken with an iPhone, not an actual camera. Yeah. Like... But that's an interesting point to bring up because a huge part of photography isn't always necessarily the camera. Yeah. Right? There are bigger things that play into a good photo. Like, composition is huge. Mm -hmm. Lighting. Lighting, Lighting oh. is key. Yes. <laughs> Lighting is all you need to care about. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, honestly, obviously, there's other things you need to care about a little bit, but lighting is the most important thing. Mm -hmm. If the lighting's off, it's an ugly photo. And if the lighting is on, 
You feel it like makes, you t- it took no skill. And it makes editing so much easier. Yeah. Now, the fact that there are so many people who maybe consider themselves a photographer or consider it as a hobby. Just mm-hmm. a lot of people are taking photos and yeah. sharing them. So I think the biggest thing that people need to be concerned about is how do you, like, make your content stand out? How do you develop your style? It's hard. Because otherwise you get lost. Yeah. Right? And no one ever sees your work. Mm-hmm. So how have you, like, you've gotten into photography a lot lately. for sure. How have you kind of looked at your style, and do you think it's developed since you first started? What have you learned since you first started? I don't know. I think it has, but I don't think I've found my style yet, because there, I'm such, like, I have so many people who are photographers on my Instagram feed, my personal Mm -hmm. one, that, like, I'll see a picture they took, and I'm like, oh my god, that looks so nice, Mm -hmm. and I'll start taking that way. And then all of a sudden I see someone else. I'm like, that looks really yeah. nice too. So I don't think I found the one that truly like works for me yet. But I'm like kind of taking things from a little bit of everywhere and be like, what if I had this? And what if I had this? Because I love muted photos, but I also love high saturated photos for some instances. So I don't know. I think I'm, I think I'm also learning because I used to be one of those people, speaking of Instagram in particular, people want their stuff to look the same. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think yeah. I'm becoming one of those people that doesn't necessarily care about that anymore. Yeah. So I'm like, whatever looks best for this photo, not necessarily what looks best with my feed. I like that. I like that perspective too. Yeah. Because I think the other way is too limiting and then it gets predictable and boring. Mm-hmm. And people stop noticing your stuff. Yeah. And what you said about how you've, you're taking different pieces from different photographers and building your style. I think that's what style is. Yeah. And that's it's how you develop a style. Yeah. yeah. It's always going to be things that you learn or get inspired from other people and then they're gonna have your twist on it and Mm -hmm. that's what style is yeah and the idea i think also the idea that your style is set in stone is i don't like that because like honestly if you go through my personal instagram feed you'll see the changes in style and sometimes i'll go back to old styles it's like oh i like this again and we even do it with two market girls Mm -hmm. where we started shooting light all of a sudden Mm -hmm. so i just i like being able to change things up a little bit because i'm not a professional photographer and I feel like it would be harder for a professional mm. photographer because people hire them for their style. Right. So, like, that's, like, one of the main things you're hiring someone for is to be like, I like the way they take pictures. I like the way they make photos look at the end. So, like, when you're not a professional, when there's not that pressure on you to always take the same photos, yeah, you can just have fun with it and just change it up from time to time. Yes. I wonder, too, if as a professional photographer who gets hired because of the, their style, if they even consider their style restricting because from my perspective like some sometimes people will um approach me with like a video edit or something and they're like we want you to do it in your style like we like your style and I'm like I don't know what that is I'll just edit it the way I would and I guess yeah, that's my with style your instincts, yeah, yeah but it doesn't feel like I'm like doing things a certain way I'm just doing it yeah. so I don't feel like style can always feel restricting like that no yeah I don't think it I don't think it should no right it just feels natural because I still think no matter how much you have a style and you look like Peter McKinnon has a style of photography and Jenna Kutcher who's a photographer she has a style of photography but I think if you look at every one of their photos there is something they change depending on the style like depending on the setting and depending on Mm -hmm. what kind of theme they're going for like if it's an engagement shoot versus like an adventure type shoot or something Mm -hmm. like that so you do change a little bit like you just have a general look that's kind of you yeah but or even the way you compose the shot something the way you um portray a story in a shot Mm -hmm. I think that's something that 
isn't necessarily aesthetic so maybe that transfers over to all the different settings more mm-hmm. and that's more like your style yeah i don't know it's so it's such a weird thing to like talk it, about it's elusive <laughs> yes what is style i don't know okay it's like the same thing as like what is your clothing style uh, uh, none right like, lack of that's mine <laughs> i also think like everyone's clothing style changes all the time with depending on what's popular or like what's not what popular, i can afford what you can afford <laughs> so i don't know it's like it's so hard to like pinpoint a certain style and i don't know if anyone should no i think if you're a professional photographer it'll probably help mm-hmm. to have a certain style like even if like you're not a specific like some people just do weddings but if you do a little bit of everything if you have a certain style the way you do weddings Mm -hmm. or a certain style you do corporate events or Mm -hmm. something like that I think it helps when you're a professional and you're trying to gain clients and stuff but when you're just doing it for fun or like you're a blogger or something like that like why keep yourself into one little Mm -hmm. category like change it up a Mm -hmm. little bit you can learn so much by trying out a different style Mm -hmm. right like if you came across a photographer that shoot something in a way that you wouldn't have thought of before Mm -hmm. and then you go and try and do that like you're almost trying to think like them like I find myself trying to do that lately like drawing a lot of inspiration from Instagrammers but then I'm also like trying very hard not to lose who I am and just post photos that other people are posting do you know what I mean like the line between being inspired and just straight up copying somebody and then also being true to yourself and not just like oh this is popular so So i'm gonna do do this this type of photo i find that to be a little bit of a tricky area to navigate in photography and creativity in general maybe i think it's creativity in general so how do you get past that feeling like i'm just copying someone or is this really me i don't know on it i don't know i do you think it's wrong when somebody like makes their photo too similar yeah not really i don't know because like it's I don't think they're blatantly like, oh, I'm going to try and get popular because this person's popular, so I'm just going to take photos exactly Mm -hmm. like them. I think, like, I don't think anyone's intention is ever that. I don't know. It's so hard to not copy sometimes because there's so much out there. Like, the variety of photos out there, how can you think of something new? Different, yeah. And different. And it's not like you're literally like, this is exactly what they did. Like, you're editing it still you. Yeah. You're still, you you may try to figure out like, oh, this is kind of more them and stuff, but you're still editing it. You're still doing the process of all this stuff. I think like, I don't, I can't see anyone posting a photo, but maybe it's just me saying this and not like, I just can't think in other people's mind, but I can't see someone posting a photo they don't truly like Mm -hmm. their edit of, even if it looks exactly the same as someone else's. So like, I think as long as you're like comfortable enough to post something and you're proud of your work and you're doing it yourself, it's not like, like like the presets thing yeah. like i love the presets i've never bought any and i don't think i ever will but because i would still want to have to do it myself yeah. like i don't want to just put a preset on and then just go especially when it's mm-hmm. someone else who's really famous for their mm-hmm. photos like i would feel like i'm copying yeah i never even thought about that like i've never bought a preset either but you always see people like promoting their presets and like the before and the after and yeah like, oh my god that looks so good but then what i actually want to use that because that kind of takes away the fun part of- yeah photography like i post. love editing photos yeah. editing can be really fun it can be really hard sometimes and frustrating i think i would much rather learn how they came to make that preset yeah and learn the, like the mechanics of it so yeah. the like 
are you busting the greens or the blues or the reds? Like what kind of, and Mm -hmm. like what maybe inspired them to do that? Like from their original photo, like Mm -hmm. why did you think this edit would look good Mm -hmm. on this? And like, how did you get to that area instead of just getting a blatant, like one click button, it's Mm -hmm. a preset and now it's edited. Yeah. I think you'll feel way better about your work. Yeah. If you've put a little effort into it. it. Yeah. (laughs) It'll feel like I actually made this, you know what I mean? I don't know how I feel about copying. (laughs) Long story short. That's fair. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know how I feel either. Like, I don't think, I agree, you shouldn't blatantly copy. Mm-hmm. I think it's okay to experiment with different styles and say you were inspired by somebody, mm-hmm. especially, like, point it out. Yeah. Like, if you full and said, like, I did this uh, photo with these fairy lights because Brandon Wolfel, is that how you say his name? I don't know. Well, <laughs> he's, like, notorious for these fairy yeah. light photos, right? And people, it's a style that a lot of people try. Mm-hmm. But I They're think hard. they are hard. <laughs> But definitely attribute them to the fact that yeah. you're inspired by him. Because it's, it's one of those cases where he, it's an iconic style. Yeah. So people all, already assume it came mm-hmm. from him. So be open about that, I think. Yeah. It would be like, like, I mean, I don't know how many people know this director, but like movie director Wes Anderson. Oh, yeah. He has a very clear, yeah. you know when it's a Wes Anderson film. It's like all of a sudden if someone just started doing exactly what he was doing and didn't say like, oh, I got inspired by this, you'd be like, what is going on? Yeah. Like you just... <laughs> blatantly like it almost feels like you're trying to pass it off as their work exactly and getting the popularity through it so like I think it's important to acknowledge where you're getting your inspiration Mm -hmm. from I think um following closely to another style can be beneficial when you're a beginner though Mm -hmm. because maybe that's how you learn the technical side yeah so if you don't have to worry about the composition as much or the content if you're just like okay this person does photos with this kind of stuff I'm gonna do similar stuff but this is so that I can learn those technical aspects like how does my aperture work what aperture do do they use for a photo like that and your shutter speed and your ISO I think when you're just trying to learn how your camera works that's the most important thing I think in photography like when you're starting out learn how your camera works and what each function is for yeah as soon as you get away from shooting auto and you can shoot manual that's when you have all the power yeah well that's right like i obviously everyone starts off shooting auto but i switched to manual really quickly with Mm -hmm. this blog and stuff too because i just wanted to be able to learn it right from the beginning and not get stuck relying on Mm -hmm. auto so i switched to manual almost right away because Mm -hmm. i was like what am i what like i don't feel like i'm doing anything like i like having the control of setting the lights and stuff and yeah it just i don't know i find manual more fun even as a beginner like i don't consider myself like Mm-hmm. I don't fully know my camera still yeah. <laughs> so um but uh uh I think manual is just more fun to play around with and just press some buttons see what happens mm-hmm. it's true you have to experiment <laughs> and I find it so fascinating when other photographers will actually post their exact settings mm-hmm. and then you really look at the photo and you're like yeah I see I see what you did there and how that affected all yeah. the different parts of the photo I've seen some people I like do little games where can you guess what my settings, the settings were? were? That'd be so hard, right? <laughs> like I've never on an uh, unedited photo, because um, like on an edited photo that can be very difficult. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, I can't remember. Okay, it depends on the type of yeah. photo, right? Like a landscape photo. I don't think the editing would affect guessing those settings yeah. as much, but if it was a more creative photo, yeah, maybe, yeah. Um. But yeah, I think getting to know your camera, first step, and then you can develop your style. Mm -hmm. And also, I think understanding that you don't necessarily need the top equipment to do everything. Like, my camera's not a good camera. It's Mm -hmm. not great. Like, it's a good 
decent starter camera, but it's nothing special. So, but I think I'm able to take pretty good photos with it mm-hmm. because I also, we got, I have a decent lens. Mm-hmm. It's not, again, not an expensive lens, but it's way better than the kit lens yes. that came with it. Oh, so yeah. I don't know. I just think people need to like, just do it. Yeah. Like it's I, what I say for everything, but just I know. do it. Like every episode we say, just do something. <laughs> Apparently that's what we're all about. You know, like, just, just do it. Just go for it. <laughs> But you make a good point because a lot of people sometimes do get caught up in, uh, oh, what camera does this photographer use? I need that camera yeah. in order to take photos like that. Mm-hmm. But in a lot of cases, like you said, you don't need that expensive of a camera. I would argue that the lenses, lenses are way more way, important than the body. Way more important than the camera. And then I would never like discourage someone from investing in a good lens. No, ever. Exactly. A camera, like sometimes I'm just like, you don't need to waste your money on that camera. Just get this basic body and invest in a good lens. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. And then learn the settings and work on composition mm-hmm. and understanding lighting. And then you won't even care what camera you're shooting with because you'll get the photos that you see other people getting. Mm-hmm. And if you got a more expensive camera and you didn't know how to use it, you're not going to get photos like that professional photographer that you yeah. think you will. Well, that's why, like, I hate that thing. Like, this might be going into kind of different territory, but, like, the people who say, you can take a good ca- photo as long as you have a good camera. No, you can't. No. It is so hard to take a good photo. I don't think people realize how difficult it is mm-hmm. to take a good photo. And, like, we can take hundreds of photos of a deep fried avocado until we finally have one that we like yeah like photography is a really hard thing to do well Mm -hmm. and i don't think like it doesn't matter how good your camera is photos aren't going to turn out well if you don't know what you're doing yeah and it's so easy to take a boring photo yes you can have it can be the best lens the best camera and you know that subject is super crisp and you got this nice blurry background but it could be boring as hell yeah because there's no story there's nothing interesting in it Mm -hmm. that is the most difficult part of photography is making a photo interesting making it say something like also making it have like layers so that it's not just a flat photo like understanding that you need something in the foreground and the background and like all those kind of layers and Mm -hmm. dimensions to a photo which i don't think people get most of the time and the proportions of everything yeah and which angles these things oh angles are angles bother me the most i don't know like because i'm like like the things looking at food photography in particular Mm -hmm. everyone's like overhead or straight on and i'm like or 45 degree angle yeah but a lot of people don't even say that for food photography they're like overhead or straight on and i'm like i like get it but like sometimes overhead and straight on look horrible no (laughs) i would argue you need the three the three three points are the best place to start and then sometimes get a little crazy (laughs) a little crazy But like you said, it could take us 100 photos. And that's a big thing. Take a lot of yeah. photos all the time. Yeah. If you want your photography to improve, take a lot of photos. And stop thinking that you need the perfect setting or the perfect moment. Like, if you have an idea, pull, it. pull out yeah. your camera and just take the shot. Yeah. And if it doesn't turn out right, if it's like, say it's a building or a food dish mm-hmm. and the first shot doesn't turn out great, uh, keep taking more shots yeah. like it's not it's never the first shot yeah that's we the could best spend shot. hours taking yeah photos. <laughs> like try all the different angles perce- like a different perception mm-hmm. perspective perception? perspective perspective, perspective. yeah <laughs> change your mind because <laughs> <laughs> chances are like the photo like it's there 
Yeah. It's there, but you have to find it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's not going to jump out in your face. And I also think it's, like, important to, like, especially for food photography, the styling of a photo, mm-hmm. that can be very difficult. It can make and break, make or oh, break your yeah. photo. Like, we struggle, I think, sometimes so with much. our styling. Some just work. Mm-hmm. They just work so well. And mm-hmm. then others are like, what the hell are we doing wrong? Mm-hmm. Like, this dish is never going to look good. <laughs> like, how can we make people want to eat this yeah. food? Because I don't want to eat it looking through this lens. <laughs> like, yeah. So it's so, like, I don't think people realize that it, there's so much that goes into photography, whether it be getting the right angle, getting right lighting, getting everything right, including the styling of the actual photo. Like, if you're not getting something that looks right, maybe you need to change things on the real life end. It's nothing with your camera or mm-hmm. the angles you're taking. Maybe it's the styling of it. Mm-hmm. Maybe you need to move, if it's a person, maybe you need to move them slightly more to the right or something like that. Yeah. And, like, you have to literally be so in tune when taking pictures and be like oh i think it's the person that's off not the camera and like so hard <laughs> yeah and you have to be brutally honest too yeah like don't think that it's somebody like if the avocado is ugly tell it's it's ugly <laughs> if the person is ugly tell them they're ugly the avocado only Devin. Oh, not the person don't tell people they're ugly <laughs> tell them they're beautiful but you can tell avocados they're ugly yeah <laughs> they don't have feelings <laughs> but i mean f- photographing people is what do you think is harder food or people i think food yeah because i don't because i think the styling can be pretty difficult especially when you have a brown looking dish like all the colors are the same there's nothing that yeah. pops i think food is difficult more difficult than people i mean i think it depends on the person the people that i photo- photograph are all my friends yeah that i'm comfortable with like and it's not strangers with you yeah yeah so they like it's easier to give feedback and be like oh I think you're better here try Mm -hmm. this try this and like I let them be like if you don't think this is right you try some things I'll take some pictures and I'll show you them at the end and stuff like that so like it's more it's easier to communicate you can communicate with people right you can't talk to food well you can (laughs) it's just like crazy it doesn't listen yeah (laughs) it doesn't really respond (laughs) um I think food is harder but I've never photographed a stranger mm-hmm. before, someone I don't know, mm-hmm. so I don't know for sure. And someone that could be, like, very awkward and uncomfortable in front of the camera, yeah. and it's, as the photographer, it's your job to kind of help them relax and That's not why, look so stiff. Yeah, like, I, I love candid photography. Like, I hate the ones that obviously oh. look posed. Yeah. Unless, like, like I did a headshots for some friends and stuff. Like, headshots obviously look posed. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... Like we, I went out with like four of my friends and I was literally, they're like, what do you, where do you want us to stand? I'm like, just talk, just like go mm-hmm. about your day, walk around, talk. I'll just snap photos. Mm-hmm. Like, or like when I'm taking one of one particular person, like tell them a joke, yeah, like yeah. make them laugh or something and like, just make it more candid and make yeah. it more fun rather than like, cause as soon as someone feels like they're the center, like of attention, someone's taking a photo and it all relies on you making the perfect smile or something. Mm-hmm then it gets awkward and it gets weird and you get rigid and like so like as soon as like if you start to see your subject or something get uncomfortable just tell a joke or get someone to tell a joke that's what i I always do i'm like just pretend i just said something really funny (laughs) because i do that all the time exactly (laughs) but then i find that uh like i'll be photographing at an event Mm -hmm. and you try so hard to make sure people don't notice you yes like this is one of those times when you just want to be invisible but as soon as people kind of like sense you, they, they change. Yeah. Oh yeah. They They're change. like, oh, I can't do anything embarrassing, or like, or they'll start looking directly yeah. at the camera, and I'm like, that's not really what I'm going for. Pretend I'm not here. Yeah, I but know. But they get psyched out so fast, and that 
event photography is something I never thought I would get into and never really wanted to, but yeah. I do it at work a lot. Yes. And that is one of the things I've noticed a lot is how people react to when they yeah. all of a sudden notice the camera and you don't want them to. I know. It's like, I think it's one of, it's harder because like we do photography a little bit for mm-hmm. vegan social events. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the one we did, the uh, Halloween one we did last October, I thought that was fine even when people noticed us because they kind of, they were a little weird and quirky anyway, so yeah. they put on more of a show. And I was like, okay, this kind of works. But, like, when it's an event like something at school where it's a little more, like, just say it's a school fair or whatever, yeah, yeah. like, college fair or whatever, then it's, like, they don't necessarily expect it. Like, they're not having fun and dancing yeah. and drinking or something. Yeah. So it's a little weirder. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I loved the Halloween one because literally <laughs> as soon as they noticed us, they made themselves look weirder. Yeah. And I was like, this is perfect. <laughs> But uh, I don't I think it, it depends on the event, too. But I know as soon Definitely. as people notice the camera, they just get so weird. It's such a funny reaction but I mean, sometimes. I think I do it, too. Oh, so yeah. like as soon as I notice the camera, I'm like, hide the double chin. Oh. <laughs> like, like I'm like, smile, maybe just look away. So I'm not directly looking at the camera. I'm like, don't talk when a camera's on me because I know I look weird when I talk. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I think food is harder, but people can be challenging when it's people you don't know. Mm-hmm. I think food is more detail oriented, yes. whereas people—that's the subject. I think kind of. if you can get a good, like, candid smile out of someone, people will like that photo no matter what the setting is. That's true. If it looks like a true, like, real smile, people will love that photo. But if one thing's out of place in a food photo, people might hate it. It's probably easier to tell a story with a person in a photo yeah. than it is with food in a photo. Uh, I think, right? yeah, for sure. And that's a hard thing that to make food photography stand out is mm-hmm. giving it a story yeah because sometimes we'll like put something in the photo and i'm like yeah but why, why is, is that there, there? <laughs> yeah I, j- I need to know why we've put we this did here. something recently like that we I did i know what it was. i don't know it was a plant in the background or something <laughs> yeah there's just a plant no, no, hanging out. No. it was uh, a fruit it grapes. was it was a bowl of grapes and i was like and in the behind the cookies, cookies. yeah yeah like because we need something spring it yeah like, put the grapes there but why are the grapes here? Why are the grapes invited to a cookie party? <laughs> I just need to know their story. Can we get some background here? It, it sounds ridiculous, but it makes sense. Yeah, no, right? it, it just, because like, as soon as there's something weird, like if we notice it and maybe we're nitpicking things, someone else is going to notice it and be like, why the fuck is there a bowl of grapes in the background? It's not grapes in this recipe. What's going on? Yeah, like, I think your photo was photobombed by some grapes. <laughs> Oh, I was going to say, well, it's kind of along the lines of boring photos and people that kind of just focus on or relying on the fact that if you have a piece of food in the foreground and it's in nice focus and then the background is blurry, that's all you need for a good food photo. But that's super boring. Oh, yeah. And I, I think it's so easy to take those photos and to think, this is a great photo because technically from a technical it standpoint yeah. it is a good photo if your settings are right the lighting's right and your subjects in focus yes you've hit the technical marks but is it an interesting photo does it convey anything to the person looking at the photo yeah like no one looking at the photo is like oh yeah it's in focus the lighting's great the editing's great this is a great photo no one thinks like that when they look at I a do. photo <laughs> well i mean like that's not all you look at no though. no like there's more they're like did the photo grab your attention and like 
Mm-hmm. Sometimes lighting doesn't do that. Sometimes mm-hmm. you need something to draw yourself in that isn't the technical stuff. Yeah. And if all you've done is put one thing in focus and the rest blurry, it doesn't look like you've put a lot of thought into mm-hmm. the photo either. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm not as drawn to it. And in a world where there is, there are so many photos that you can see in a In a world day, where there's millions of photos. I, I spend hours you on swipe Instagram. swipe right on photos. But like in a world where there are so many photos, that's, that one's not going to. It doesn't no. earn the tap. I'm no. sorry. It doesn't earn the tap. It's a no for me, dog. <laughs> Overall, to conclude, what did we talk about today? In conclusion. Yeah. Style is elusive and ever-changing, <laughs> but important. I feel like find your style, but don't be held back by it. Mm-hmm. I think that's the important thing here. Yeah. yeah. Experiment. Have fun with it. If you're getting bored with your style, don't Try something behind. Yeah. Try something new. <laughs> yeah, I do that all the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Me too. Mm-hmm. All the time. And then don't get stuck on the gear. Mm-hmm. But learn what the gear you have can do. Yes. Because then you can do so much. And don't be afraid of manual. And take a lot of photos. Keep. Yes. Like, just keep shooting. Yes. Keep going. Try a lot of different stuff. And, like, if you're someone who just, like... Maybe you're not a food photographer or something. Bring your camera with you places that you oh, might yeah. not expect to get a good photo. Mm-hmm. And just start taking pictures of random things and see what happens. Because sometimes it's the places you least expect to get a good photo where you get a good one. Yeah. Like when we go out purposely for a photo shoot, it's terrible. It's horrible. Yeah. I think it's also like what we talked about where we know we're out for a photo shoot. So we're trying to look good. Our and mentality is just like, like oh, yeah. <laughs> mode activated. Yeah. But like when we went out to those coffee shops that one time, like mm-hmm. it was purposely out. But like we also just had fun. We didn't yeah. necessarily worry about posing for yeah. photos. It wasn't like find a nice location here and do this and do this and mm-hmm. like pose specifically. It was just fun and like got some really nice photos out of that Mm -hmm. one so and sometimes the location plays into that too like if you're not comfortable in the location you're not gonna take good photos because sometimes places are all like everyone's looking like why are you taking a photo i find like i don't know that used to throw me off or like you don't want to stand out and be like why is this person taking photos here but now you just you learn to not care yeah as much and i I think that that's well, I'd like to think that that's not as big of a thing anymore because yeah. so many it's people Instagram are taking is, photos. It's, yeah. It's Instagram culture now. Like, restaurants are designing themselves for Instagram now. Yeah. So. And when I see somebody do it, I'm like, good for you. Yeah. You, you, yeah. you do you. Yeah. Like, you go for like it. Like, when we were at one of the coffee shops, there was those two girls who kept yeah. taking photos of each other. I was like, yes. Like, and did you, are you planning on drinking the coffee or just taking photos with it? Who cares? I yeah, respect either that. Either way, go for yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Like, as we were there to take photos as well, we were like, how are they doing this? Oh, they're so good at this. <laughs> as they're there with their phones. Look at, yeah, and we've got our big cameras yeah. and we're, like, super awkward. That's all for this episode of TMG Unfiltered. We hope you enjoyed our insightful discussion on photography. Yeah. We really enjoyed talking about it. Yes. I think it's something that we can talk a lot about. Yes. If you want to continue the conversation with us, you can follow us and you know interact with us on social media i don't know talk Uh, to us come talk to us we need friends (laughs) we are at two market girls everywhere like twitter facebook instagram youtube check out our youtube channel pinterest pinterest please check out our pinterest account because i'm trying my best (laughs) i'm loving pinterest lately Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. 
if you're feeling nice and you enjoyed the episode give it a rating maybe a comment yes. too we'd love to hear feedback yes. we're really enjoying this but i don't i don't know is anybody else enjoying this we know there's at least like 50 of you listening to us we know you're out there <laughs> we know you <laughs> leave us a comment let us know how we're doing uh subscribe if you really enjoyed it <laughs> and thanks for listening